0: Hey everybody, this is Matt Hardman with an action-packed double episode of the Race Nerd Podcast here on CKCC Radio. Thank you for tuning in. And my apologies, I just want to get this out of the way, my apologies for not having an episode done last week. Um, unfortunately, we had a death in the family. This has been our second one this year. Uh... 2021's been a real bitch, but um, I had actually planned on recording Tuesday, and very, very early Tuesday morning, I was woken up with the news of uh, Jesse's father passing. So um, I apologize to everybody who was waiting for a new episode. That's if you guys actually wait around for a new episode. Uh, but I know some of you do, Uh, some of you are fans of the show, and I really like to thank you, so I am treating you um, with a double action-packed episode, which we got a lot to talk about. Um, So, I honestly did, not only didn't get a chance to record, but two weeks ago when we did our last episode, I forgot to give the answer to uh, the trivia question, the pop quiz, was on the show, and that was uh, what was the um, the box office smash that was um, featured on Dale Jarrett's um, Hardy's Winston Cup car uh, that he drove in the 1989 race at Charlotte Motor Speedway, and that very. Movie was appropriately enough Ghostbusters Two, uh, the um, the hit sequel to the 1989 cla- uh, the 1984 classic. Um, so uh, that was featured on his car, and it was through like a Hardee's promotion. I remember because Poncho Carter had uh, Hardee's as his sponsorship in, um, 1989, and Ghostbusters 2 was featured on that on that IndyCar as well, so, um, Ghostbusters 2 was the sponsor, and, um, we're going to, uh, you know, before I even get into all the news, you know, I, I do want to talk about Tony Stewart and his, um his, new racing venture in the NHRA, uh, which actually brings to mind, uh, this very trivia question. Who is the only owner in motorsports history to have wins in NASCAR, the NHRA, and in IndyCar racing? Uh, stay tuned, uh, Later on in the episode, I will give you that answer. Um, But first, we got a lot to go over. Um, We've got quite a bit of racing to talk about. Um, You know, we got Kansas and uh, previously Texas to talk about for NASCAR uh, as we wrap up the ARCA series at Kansas and two weeks worth of Xfinity and Cup to talk about. Uh, So with that said, we are going, you know, diving into just the results. We're going to take a a trip back to Fort Worth, Texas, where uh, NASCAR would run and you would see John Hunter Nemechek pick up his second career win in the Xfinity series uh, in a dominating fashion over teammate Daniel Hemrick. Uh, John Hunter, who uh, had just re-signed back to the, uh, the truck series with Kyle Busch, was doing uh, one of his um, part-time races in the Xfinity series, r- runs the uh, 54 car, brings that back to victory lane for its 10th win of the season. That's freaking insane um, how good that team is compared to every other team in the Xfinity series. Uh, So, we will move on. Uh, The Cup Series would see its first driver punch their ticket uh, to the Final Four, and that would be Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, would, much like John Hunter Nemechek the day before at Texas, would dominate and win over his teammate William Byron. Uh, in a race that saw a 18-car pileup early on, uh, involving some of the contenders like Kyle Busch and um, both Alex Bowman and, I believe, if I remember right, Martin Truex Jr. got a little bit of that as well. Um, so, that would make uh, Larson the only one who was locked in. And we would move on to Kansas, which is the same song as last time, as the week before, as the 54 car goes to victory lane with Ty Gibbs behind the wheel. And Ty Gibbs would have a hell of a night. Uh, he would win the Xfinity Series race. Then he would finish runner-up in the ARCA race, which was held after the Xfinity Series race. Uh, and all he had to do in the Arca Series race was to start and uh, to win the title. So, being Ty Gibbs, he goes out, dominates the first half of the race, and finishes runner-up to the Xfinity Series. I know I said early in the season, I really do not like Ty Gibbs, but uh, giving everything that he has done this season, he has a boatload of talent, and I certainly think that this kid may be the future of the sport. Um, And he has shown a lot. He did show a lot of humbleness in his post-race interviews in both the ARCA race and the Xfinity Series race. So we'll we'll see if um, that... You know, being knocked down a peg or two by some of the veterans um, in the media, you know, has actually sunk into, uh, has he taken that message to heart? Uh, so, we you know, we'll see about that. Uh, but uh, Sunday's race, as I'm recording today, um, we would see, same song, same as last week, Kyle Larson. Pick up the win, beating out teammate uh, Chase Elliott, denying him a chance to punch a ticket in with a win. Kevin Harvick would finish third, and it was very ironic that those two would finish second and third, given their history, which we'll touch on in a moment. Um, so, you know, we right now we have Chase Elliott, uh, Denny Hamlin, And uh, Kurt, Kyle Busch are the, are the three drivers that appear to go into Martinsville with the edge over um, Martin Truex Jr. And the three um, Penske drivers, uh, Brad Keselowski, uh, Joey Logano, and um, Ryan Blaney as the drivers that will go into that final four. Now this can all change. As we've seen, Joey Logano with a, you know, with a win at Martinsville a few years back, uh, locked him into the round of, uh, four, which he eventually would win the championship that year. Uh, so it is not um, impossible to go in needing a Hail Mary to advance to the next round. Um, and, uh, it's not over till it's over, uh, as the late great Yogi Barrow would say. So, uh, we have that next weekend and it'll be a weekend where all three series will compete. Um, the trucks cup and the Xfinity series. So it, it will be a wild weekend in Martinsville, Tennessee. Um, but as I said, um, I found the irony at Kansas with uh, the second and third place finishers, Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick. And the reason why I say that is because prior to Texas, NASCAR had a little chat with them about the events at the Roval, um, Harvick dumping uh, Elliott, and the radio chatter which was caught on broadcast TV about, um, payback and taking Harvick out to cement their place into the round of eight. Um, NASCAR had a little chat, which, uh, has, you know, may have gone on, you may have been heard, may have gone on deaf ears. Uh, we won't know until Martinsville, or, um, if Elliot gets eliminated at Martinsville, you know, we may see payback come, um, homestead if there is any payback uh you know and um i think like i said a lot of the chirping back and forth between both camps has certainly been a uh, a bone of contention i know harvick uh had taken the comments about the happy off season and merry christmas you know he'd kind of taken that tongue-in-cheek and had raised the point that Elliott's focus on Harvick, you know, is kind of taking away the focus on um, on his trying to step up and compete with Kyle Larson, as uh, Larson has been pretty much dominating the season and um, during the playoffs. Elliott has been kind of preoccupied uh, with Happy Harvick and the four team. Uh, so, it, like I said, it's going to be very interesting on how everything plays out uh, with Martinsville this weekend and any possibility of any kind of payback. I know NASCAR is talking like possible fines and suspensions. that Like what we saw with um, Matt Kenseth in the past uh, after, you know, making sure that Joey Logano did not advance in the playoffs uh, about four or five years ago. Uh, the the move that made Ke- um, Matt Kenseth, I almost said Kevin Harvick that made Matt Kenseth uh, a fan favorite. Um, so uh, we move on. You know, obviously we got a lot to talk about. You know, John Hunter Nemechek returns to the... Uh, the 4 truck uh, as he is searching for his first NASCAR Cup Series title. I know that was a big thing that, you know, he he is enjoying the time over there and he's in competitive equipment. I know that was a big thing. Another thing from the World of the Truck Series was um, Bill McAnally uh, Racing, which competes on NASCAR's ARCA West Series. And in the truck series with um, uh, McAnally Higgerman Racing with Derek Krause as their driver, uh, they will be swapping manufacturers. They will be returning for the first time in at least 10 years um, back to the General Motors brand as they campaigned Chevys um, in the early 2000s. Uh, they will be returning to the Bowtie brand in both the trucks and their West Series teams. And I think this is a big boost because they are definitely a, um, a force on the West Series being a multi-time uh, Series champion team. Uh, other news that is um, that is out there is um, Interstate Batteries and Joe Gibbs Racing um, will continue to campaign um, the the green and white um, paint scheme that they're famous for, as they will renew their sponsorship for thirty years. Thirty years, which is insane, because I remember when this team debuted in nineteen ninety two uh, with Dale Jarrett as their driver, uh, and at the time they were, you know, they were kind of. Under the radar, uh, I, I think, you know, they, they figured that they would be kind of a middle-tier team, pick up wins here and there. Um, you know, to see where they've come now is amazing, uh, how that team has really come about and uh, really changed the face of a lot of the sport. Um, you know, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, you know, they're now one of the winningest teams in the sport, so that's kind of a big thing. Um, but yeah, and Interstate's been there the entire ride. So uh, props to JGR and Interstate. You know, the 30 years, and right now it is the longest sponsorship partnership in NASCAR uh, currently and is one of the longest sponsorship partners of all time in NASCAR, only uh, second behind STP and Richard Petty. Uh, so that's, that's, a, that's a big deal right there. Um, obviously, you know, we've got other news. Uh, I just want to touch on uh, the USGP before I forget it. Uh, this was really cool because the USGP you know, that took place at the Circuit of the Americas, where um, where NASCAR ran its first race earlier this season, um, Formula One returned there, and uh, Max Verstappen won the race. But I think what got a lot of people talking is Daniel Ricciardo, the, uh, the young man from Australia who drives for Team Williams, I got to live his lifelong dream, uh, being a Dale Earnhardt fan in Australia, uh, growing up being a fan of the Intimidator. Uh, one of his dreams was to always uh, drive the, um, a number three car um, driven by Earnhardt himself, and that was a goal that was set by uh, team principal owner Zach Brown of McLaren. Who said that if um, if Ricardo was able to uh, score a podium for the team, uh, which was in a long time drought, that he would get to drive one of Earnhardt's uh, cars that Wilson has in his collection? And sure enough, uh, Ricardo did win earlier the season, I believe, if I remember correctly. It was at um Monza the Italian Grand Prix uh, so Ricardo got his shot and was finally able to drive one of junior uh one of Dale senior's uh cars it was his 1984 uh, Wrangler Monte Carlo the the first full season um Richard Childress and Dale Earnhardt Drove together. Uh, This was after Earnhardt would leave Budmore Racing um, in his two-year stint with the team. Um, He would return to Richard Childress Racing and um, pick up... Now, I'm not 100% sure on this, and uh, so so just take it for face value, but I believe it may have been uh, one of the first wins that um, Earnhardt and Childress had, um, this was the car from it, uh, so, uh, that is certainly really cool, and I know he debuted a special helmet, uh, for the race, um, in the colors of the old Earnhardt, um, the old Earnhardt Goodwrench, uh, design, so this was really cool, uh, you know, and um, there has been rumors in the past and they've started to kick up that uh, Daniel Ricardo may be interested in a move to NASCAR. Now, um, I know that's a long shot and I know that there... that it's been said that there is a open invitation from Dale Jr. if he ever wants to try an Xfinity ride, uh, that there is an open invitation there. I also know that there was an open invitation for Marco Andretti if he ever wanted to try his hand at stock cars with DEI. Um, so we will, you know, if more of that comes out, you know, I, I can talk about that here. Uh, I would definitely love to see um, Daniel Ricardo in that car. Um, you know, that would be awesome. I He's one of the few uh Xfinity driver uh not Xfinity F1 drivers that um they would uh really be uh you know he's one of them that's really caught my eye and and you know there hasn't been a whole lot that have really caught my attention uh but uh the honey badger uh as he is known to his fans has been one that has done that um, so, uh, other things about the USGP, uh, it was announced, uh, just a couple of days ago that the F1 series and the National Basketball League were doing a special cross promotion in Austin, Texas, uh, to celebrate the NBA's 75th anniversary and, um, the F1 returning to the U.S. Now, basically, what this did is I thought it would be some big thing. Um, Basically, they just painted up a bunch of F1 cars in all 30 of the NBA teams. Um, And they had a special um, free-throw challenge for the F1 drivers. Um, And, uh, you know, with the winner, uh, you know, Getting twenty thousand dollars to donate to the charity of their choice. Um, there were a bunch of NBA legends on hand uh, for this. Um, nothing really big about it. I just saw it and I thought it would be some big thing. Uh, this is the. This is probably one of the first times I can recall the F1 series really um, jumping in and cross promoting with another sport. I know. NASCAR has done it. You know, obviously Joe Gibbs in the NFL, uh, you know, with that for many years. Uh, the NFL was an associate sponsor on the, um, on the team car in its infancy. Um, also, you know, Major League Baseball has had, you know, a bunch of teams on their cars, uh, most notably Carl Edwards with the Red Sox, Christian Fittipaldi. Uh, with the, uh, Yankees, you know, I know Kenny Schrader's done some, um, uh, St. Louis Cardinals cars, uh, so stuff like that, and, um, I think that, uh, that that was, that that was pretty cool to, you know, the, to at least cross-promote, uh, like they did, uh, but there really wasn't a whole lot to it, um, also, you know, anyway, um, You know, so we got all that, you know, I don't want to really address the Carson Ware issue, um, but Carson Ware, the son of Rick Ware Racing, has been indefinitely suspended by, um, SS Greenlight Motorsports, where he has been racing part-time, and from Rick Ware Racing, from his father's own team, after a, uh... After an incident which saw him arrested, it was uh i don't remember all the exact charges, but this comes just weeks after um john west townley um you know was you know was killed um in a in a home invasion and domestic attack uh so this is not the look the sport is needed, and I know. Um, uh, the Ware family has caught, caught a lot of shit over the years. Um, uh, I, you know, Rick Ware, obviously, you know, one of those backmarker teams. And I think it's just kind of one of those things that people really attack them. And I know, um, Cody Ware, you know, had made headlines, uh, in the motorsport circles for all the wrong reasons after unleashing a, um, A a diatribe on Twitter a few years back, um, basically trying to, uh, attacking certain drivers' characters, and uh, I I thought that was in poor taste. He did later come out and apologize for his behavior, um, not saying what he said was, um, you know, acceptable. But uh, I know, you know, that he did take responsibility for his behavior uh, at the time. Uh, so I, I don't fully understand this whole Carson Weir situation because there had been talks that he had been rehab and stuff like that. I, I don't know the full story. And to be honest, I, I don't think that really it's something that would affect uh, his, you know, you know, his, any development of his career because Carson Weir really, uh, you know, I'll be honest, really isn't that great a driver um, from what we've seen in the Xfinity series um, throughout the last couple of months. Uh, so, uh, with that all said, um, a couple, you know, just one other little bit of news before we talk about the big news that has come out and that is that um, Sebastian Bourdais, longtime IndyCar driver, um, many-time uh, Kart and Champ Car Series champion, um, will not be competing full-time next year with uh, AJ Foyt Racing uh, as he is moving to uh, the le Mans series lmp program uh where he uh i i forget where there is gt2 or prototypes or i forget where all i saw is that uh unfortunately he will not be continuing with the team full-time he'll still run part-time because he still wants to help the team out um so, I, when I saw this, I, I was kind of disappointed because this is kind of the end of an era. Um, Sebastian Bourdais was certainly... I, I will say I wasn't a huge fan of Frenchie um, through his champ car years, um, but he was one of the few stalwarts that was left from the old champ car series. And um, to see that... He will um, not be returning um, you know it's just he's just one of the few drivers that are left from that um, the pre um, merger of the uh, champ car IndyCar car uh, series uh, so I, I believe you know maybe outside of Tony Kanaan, who's running part-time I think the only full-time driver that's left is competed in both of the series had is um Graham Rahal and uh that's kind of weird to think that Graham Rahal's been around that long that he's competed in the old champ car series um and now in the uh you know obviously in the IndyCar um but I can tell you who has competed in the old IndyCar series and has competed in NASCAR and will be a team owner in the NHRA. And that is our big news of the week. And that is none other than Tony Stewart, who made waves as he is now the owner of Tony Stewart racing and their NHRA effort. Uh, he will be the owner of two dragsters, uh, first, uh, as this shouldn't be a surprise, as he will be the owner of his fiance Lee Pritchards, Leah Pritchert's, um top fuel dragster, and coming along with her from uh, Don Schumacher Racing. Is none other than the funny car points leader uh Matt Hagen. Um both the announcement was made that Pruitt and Hagen will be moving over to from John Schumacher racing to Tony Stewart Racing in a move that is really sent shockwaves throughout the NHRA as Don Schumacher Racing has lost two of its heavy hitters. This is the third defection from the team in the past few months. Uh, as, you know, as I have said in a previous episode, uh, Antron Brown, teammate to Pritchard and Hagen, uh, would be leaving at the end of the 2021 season to start his own. Um, team AB Racing, and bringing over sponsor Matco Tools, um, Hagen and um, Pruitt will are also leaving a team that will be competing next year with uh, Tony Schumacher, uh, Don Schumacher's son, uh, multi-time Top Fuel Series winner and former champion. Uh, will run the top fuel program while Ron Caps, uh, driver of the NA, uh, the NAPA uh, Dodge, will compete on the funny car side in a um, a, a a very very differently structured uh, funny car series. Uh, going, you know, going into twenty twenty two. I mean, this this definitely sent shockwaves as some of the heavy hitters of Don Schumacher Racing and this certainly um changes the balance of power in the uh NHRA uh in their top fuel and funny car uh divisions um and this is certainly like I said you know definitely going to be something that is um very interesting in the next um in next season. So, uh, no, no sponsors have been announced. I know, um, for a lot of the year, um, Don Schumacher racing have been running, um, with limited sponsorship, you know, obviously due to the pandemic and it's all of its effects. Um, you know, seeing this, you know, just, just further solidifies that, you know, nothing is a, given in, um, sponsorships, um, seeing a, a huge team like this pretty much cut in half. Um, so, you know, like I said, no sponsors have been announced, but no, no maker has been announced, no manufacturer, um, but it is believed to be that, um, Dodge will, um, move, uh, over with Pritchard and Hagen. Um, Which is very interesting because um, Stewart runs Fords and all of his other teams, uh, including his NASCAR team, which he co-owns with Gene Haas. So um, I'm sure there'll be more news about that uh, when this all comes out. Uh, So stay tuned for that if you are a Tony Stewart fan. Um, But uh, that pretty much was the big bombshell that has been dropped lately. Um, but in similar fashion, here's a bombshell for you. If you figured out the pop Quiznos, knows uh, obviously Tony Stewart. You know, if he wins next year with one of his NHRA teams and wins a NASCAR, he would be. The first driver in over 30 years to have wins in both NASCAR and uh, the NHRA. But would you be able to tell me who the only owner is to have wins in the NHRA, NASCAR, and IndyCar? And that would be none other than NHRA Hall of Famer and Multi-Time Champion. Kenny Bernstein. Kenny Bernstein, who uh, who would campaign King Racing in both the NASCAR and IndyCar series, most notably with Teo Fabi and Jim Crawford, and uh, the 1992 Indy 500 pole sitter, Roberto Guerrero, and in NASCAR with drivers like Joe Ruttman, And, um, Ricky Rudd, Morgan Shepard, and Brett Bodine, who would secure his only NASCAR Cup Series win with King Racing, um, and it would be the final win, uh, for King Racing in NASCAR in 1990. Uh, so, um... That is a very interesting thing, uh, to know. And, um, as I said, we've got a lot of racing, you know, the season's winding down, but there's a lot still going on in the world of NASCAR and in the world of motorsports. So, uh, keep tuning in, you know, the next two weeks are going to be interesting as NASCAR will wind down, you know, they're pretty much the only series still going right now. And, um... Stay tuned. We'll have some news on, as it gets closer to the end of the year, we'll have news on what we'll be doing in the off-season. Uh, hopefully you are checking out our um, our uh, our um, Patreon page. Why did I draw a blank on that? Hopefully you'll be checking out our Patreon page, um, patreon.com. Just search for... Um, Club- kayfabe creative community there's plenty of content on there uh even content from myself with the uh on the road with the race nerd program where i talk about anything and everything that comes to mind so stay tuned there there is a new episode in the can i just have not um had a chance to upload it yet so uh with that said i am matt hardman and Thank you for tuning in to the Race Nerd Podcast. Until next time, I'll see you at the track.